0: Welcome back to another Richard Pyatt Show. This time, we're visiting with Clarence Lloyd, partner with Southwest Michigan First Chamber in downtown Kalamazoo. And actually, we're on location today at the Arcadia Suites Business Center and meeting space in downtown Kalamazoo. This is a space you can use as well. There's private offices here, meeting rooms, and co-meeting space as well. So if you're perhaps working at home but want to meet with a client or meet with a group... This is a great place to do that. Check out the link in the show notes and click through to Arcadia Suites Business Center and Meeting Space and tell Rob that we sent you. Hello, Clarence. How are you doing? Very well. How are you? I'm doing well. This is a good day. This is a great day, and thanks for this time, too. It's great to have this opportunity to chat with you as the Chamber is emerging again after, uh, well, you know, pandemic-related things a merger, you know, small stuff. Just little things. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about you first, though. You're not new to Kalamazoo, even though you are new to overseeing the Southwest Michigan First Chamber. But talk about your background. a
1: little. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I uh, was raised on the east side of the state. Uh, So I'm from Detroit, Michigan, came here to go to Western, Uh, had a great experience there and, you know, got really involved. And I think that that was really kind of the beginning of Um, starting to work with with larger groups of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my most of my uh, experience has been in some sort of management, leadership, retail sales management, uh, in particular. And so I've done that for over 20, 25 years. Um, My most recent position was in downtown Kalamazoo. And it really allowed me to start to work with community organizations and to help connect businesses to some of those resources that are available out there and really just fell in love with that work. Uh, an opportunity came to uh, to work with the chamber, and, and here I am.
0: Yeah, it, it's interesting how uh, everything we do sort of prepares us for where we end up, doesn't I it? I love that. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I know exactly what you mean. So you're a familiar face to a lot of folks around downtown Kalamazoo. I, I meet people regularly who say, oh, Clarence, I know him. Uh, you've made a lot of connections up to now, certainly,
1: yeah, you know I really did begin the work here in downtown uh the business support work, uh, just trying to to find my way, trying to to build enough of a network so I could be useful to some of my neighbors mm-hmm. and that allowed me to make a lot of these different connections, and you know we've been able to build some great relationships so i, I really love this community i I think it is it's such a unique community in the and I know that a lot of people relate to the feeling of it feels like we're this small town, but we have these big town visions. And right. you know the the things that are on our, uh, our long-range view uh, are really exciting. And uh, so that's some of the work that I'm excited to really dig into now as a part of the chamber.
0: And we're going to talk more about that uh, coming up. A lot of folks remember the chamber from years gone by for a number of different things. You talked about 25 years ago when I came here, 25 years ago, the chamber was a networking organization to some extent. I remember uh, networking events and even as a media person in Kalamazoo, the January year in review news stories where uh, representatives of all the different media were in one room and we planned an event where we would talk about the top news stories of the previous year. The chamber was involved in all of that. Of course, what's new about the Chamber? The Chamber is now part of Southwest Michigan First. So let's make a distinction about what that means between the two organizations. What is Southwest Michigan
1: First? So Southwest Michigan First is a regional economic development company. So our mission is that the greatest force for change is a job. And so when you hear that, mm-hmm. that can mean a lot of different things. But but what we're talking about is the retaining and the creating of good paying jobs that help increase the overall average median income for this community. When people are making more money, when they're working in a job that they feel connected to and engaged in, then people want to plant roots. They want to raise a family. They want to support businesses. They want to go out to eat. They want to, you know, they want to really continue to stay here. And then businesses want to continue to invest because there's workforce here. And and so that is kind of the cyclical work that we do, which is to support business growth, which can help create jobs, which helps support our community in every piece and portion of our community. So when you hear about a large company, like, for instance, there was just a recent Uh, announcement from Pfizer that they're making a pretty large investment here. It's going to create hundreds of jobs. And and so on one hand, you could look at that cynically and say like, well, good for them. But each one of those jobs represents a family, represents an opportunity for another family to plant their roots here, Mm -hmm. to grow, to get stronger. And that, that person needs to get their haircut and go to the grocery store and they want to go out to eat for dinner. And so all of those places where they go, those are businesses that are often connected to the chamber. Those are businesses that we support. And so the creation and retention of jobs supports the small business community that the chamber supports. And so that's how those two things work together. So economic development creates and retains jobs. The chamber helps support those companies that are really helping to create the lifestyle, the mm-hmm. personality of our community.
0: Yeah, the the restaurants, the haircuts, but also the real estate sales and things of that nature. It's a ripple effect. Okay, so now let's talk about the Chamber and the Chamber's mission, and then we can see how the two work together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the, the Chamber really is dedicated to fostering the connection, development, collaboration, and growth of its small business community and the leaders throughout the community too. So not only the business itself uh, tactically but also uh, developmentally strategically. And how those two things come together is because when that small business community is strong, then it makes it more attractive to want to live here. Mm-hmm. That is attractive to businesses who might come and make further investments in our community, which helps make the whole the whole uh, system work together much more strong.
0: Right, in, in some cases, folks might have thought the chamber and Southwest Michigan First were uh, already collaborative entities, if not already one organization. Mm-hmm. But they weren't for a long time. For right?
1: a long time, yeah, they were. They were separate organizations, and in some ways, the their work was uh, overlapped. Um, you know, frankly, there was a time I'd say maybe ten years ago where. Uh, Facebook and social media were getting really, really popular. It was a great way for people to connect. And so a lot of the value of that traditional networking uh, was taking a hit. And so as a chamber, it was difficult to entice people to come out and connect when I was like, well, I can just see them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to come out and yeah. see them in person. I'm so busy. And so it, it was tough for chambers all around the country. It was tough for them to to continue to have that value proposition. I think that what what changed there made it so that the chamber, in order to stay viable, just needed to be up under another organization so that it can continue to do the things that it does, but to maybe do so with a partner that provided some additional value that businesses could continue to connect to. Hmm.
0: It doesn't always work that way in some communities, right? I mean, you have an, a, a, a business development entity, you have a chamber, and to some extent they might compete sometimes, don't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's there's organizations in this region. Um, in other counties close to ours that have a similar challenge, where maybe they were together at some point and then they've split. Mm. And that does create some confusion, I think, for businesses. It's like, well, do I connect to you or do I connect to the chamber? And so that makes it tough for, not only for the business, but it makes it tough for both of those other entities. It's like, how can we consolidate and streamline the support that is out there for businesses so that it's easy to connect to and so that we can help businesses win uh, as efficiently as possible? I think that the system that we have here makes a ton of sense because I work alongside people who are doing traditional economic development work mm-hmm. as a chamber person, I'm better positioned to be able to give access to resources that might be tough for me to get as just a chamber alone. But literally, my my next door neighbor here is connected to some larger companies or some different companies in our community. Access to those resources is a benefit to chamber members. So when you're a part of our chamber, you're also part of a big economic development push. It it really is a a differentiator between us and other chambers. Mm -hmm.
0: So you would say then in your office at Southwest Michigan first, uh, someone from the economic development side might come to you and say, we're trying, we're working on a deal with so-and-so or the reverse. You might have someone who has a need of some kind and you can go to them and say, here's the challenge I'm running into. And this is in the same office across the hall or something. A hundred percent. This happens all the time. So mm. we
1: literally multiple times a week are able to connect with some of the, the the larger companies, companies that have been around for a long time, or maybe they have bigger teams that are just at a different space, a different phase of their business. Yeah. And we're able to have a larger network to connect our chamber members to. And so my proximity to some of those other initiatives, uh, it just it, it has that ripple effect all through the whole organization. So it might be something that would otherwise be kind of tough to connect to. Let's say uh, the concept of childcare right now is really big, right? right. And so if I am a two hundred person business, figuring out how to manage that childcare conundrum that everyone's facing right now is certainly a different type of challenge than it is if I have five employees. Mm-hmm. So who's going to help the business that has five employees that doesn't have the resources and tools potentially to be able to um, to just find a way to, to solve for that problem? Well, the chamber really is positioned well to do that type of work on behalf of its members. In this chamber specifically because of our proximity to the larger initiatives happening in our region.
0: Mm-hmm. So you might say it was uh, an advantage as much as pandemics can be an advantage, but the pause and everything, the um, merger uh, process that took place with Southwest Michigan First gave you, would you say, an opportunity to just take a breath as you contemplated stepping into this role and say – where do things stand now? And how do we proceed? Do, would you say that was an advantage? There was sort of a
1: pause there that might have given you an opportunity to take a breath and observe. You know, I think what what really how, how I define it is that everyone had to reset. Yep. um, uh, Our priorities reset, which is why, you know, there's some challenges related to employment right now. And, and some of that is because the employee base Has reset its priorities too, right? right? Well, business owners are having to do the same thing. And so one of the advantages that we, that I had coming in about a year ago was that the conversations I was having with people weren't based on the past anymore. They're based on the future that we could build together. Like, what do you, what do you need now? Mm -hmm. Right? What are your priorities now? And I think that we didn't have to break up old habits. 'Cause everything was fresh and new. Yeah. And so in that perspective, one, that's a little scary. Right. But two, it was great to have an organization like ours be able to say, like, let's build this with you. Like, you know, let's let's get it right from the beginning. And that's really where a lot of the momentum and energy has come from in the last year is that people recognize the excitement and the intentionality we can have in moving forward with something new together, something that we haven't done here in a while or at least not exactly the same way. So, yeah, I definitely think the last year has given us an opportunity to do that reset. Mm -hmm. So now someone's listening
0: to this who's curious about the chamber. They've contemplated joining this reset has... Uh, made them say, well, I don't really know what's happening there yet. I don't know if if I connect well with them, but we know that you're doing networking events again, and you've been doing sort of a listening tour and and hearing people's input. What would you say to someone who's saying, I don't don't know if that's for me or not. I have to uh, to contemplate
1: that. You know, I, I think that for a lot of folks, what the chamber is, what the chamber does with you has been kind of confusing. I think a lot of what we do uh, isn't visible, and so that makes it tricky. So the thing that is visible is like a networking event. It's like, great, well, if I don't want to go to a net, like, why would I pay to be a member of something when I can go to networking events for free? Mm-hmm. And if all we did was networking events, you'd be right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I think that what, what we're finding is, again, when we had an opportunity to reset, it was like, what should we be building as a business What's really the best way that we can, you know kind of put our arms around this, this, these challenges together? What does that look like? And so we've, we've been able to build a few things. And so one of those is a series of business breakfast roundtables. Now, workshops and seminars and tactics, super important. But bigger than that, I think, for a lot of companies is, is strategy and best practices and connection to other people in my industry or maybe related industries that we can learn from and we can um, use uh, some things that we could do together, mm-hmm. maybe to to really get some additional impact out of our actions. And so these business breakfast roundtables that we created is because, one, companies expect that they can go to the chamber and get access to that type of information, that type of connection. And so we created that, that format. So we've already started the series this year the series is mostly going to be related to issues related to the challenges of staffing like we're talking about and so definitely connecting to us for the rest of that series is important Um, but there's a variety of other pieces and components that you know we may be able to talk about today or maybe in the future That allow us to really find those specific areas where businesses are like, you know, okay, there's networking like that's cool. But like, how else might I connect? Maybe my personality isn't one that wants to have a beer and chat with, you know, some person I don't know. Are Mm -hmm. there other ways that I can connect with other businesses in the community? And there are and we've got some really cool ways to do that. Yeah.
0: And some of that we talked about previously, which had to do with uh, helping with community efforts Mm -hmm. at the same time that you're meeting people and networking with
1: them. Absolutely. You know, I talk to business owners all the time and and they're like, you know, yeah, it's it's great. We feel, you know, um, comfortable and and successful even in our business. But we really are. We want to give back. We want to mentor others. We want to to provide service to some of the initiatives that are happening in our community. There's so many good things that are happening here because there's so many challenges that we all have to address together. And so one of those uh, things that we took we took advantage of earlier was uh, South Michigan Food Bank is a great partner. Um, They are a, really they became even more so a hub for folks who are experiencing food insecurity, Mm -hmm. uh, particularly during the pandemic. And so they are able to help tens of thousands of families just make sure that there's food on the table. Uh, with all the challenges that people are seeing, like that has been a critical uh, partner. And so what we did is we invited chamber members out to be able to help stuff some of those boxes and deliver some of that food directly to families. So, again, while I'm doing that work with you side by side, are we getting to know each other? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're having fun repackaging Apple Jacks or stuffing, you know, produce in a <laughs> box. So it's not just about, again, having a, you know, a drink and and quote unquote networking. Right. We're now actually doing some good while still meeting folks from the community, you really can build some authentic relationships that way.
0: You know, here's a question that some folks might have. If they're not yet a member of the chamber, they hear about networking events, can they go or do they have to be a member of the
1: chamber? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, yes, you can go. Um, the, our, our chamber connects specifically, which, you know, if you were to go on our uh, website at southwestmichiganfirst.com, go under upcoming events, you can see that we have some events called Chamber Connects. Those are an exclusive benefit of membership. But we also know that if you're a guest of a member and you come and check it out because you're interested, that that really is one of the best ways to be able to see in person some of the value of and the difference between this event and maybe some other networking events you've been a part of. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not a member, we ask over time that you would become one, but you can certainly come as a guest uh, another kind of cool benefit and this is really this is an exclusive right do you have like the air horn <laughs> <laughs> this is an exclusive we are going to be partnering with buy local greater kalamazoo to actually open up our networking events to that membership as well we really want both of those groups both the chamber and buy local who share some uh, who share some some things in common but mm-hmm. are different organizations to be able to share some of that networking space together. And so we are always looking for ways to collaborate with other partners to create additional benefits for our members. Um, But we certainly want those events to always have a a fresh face that you can connect to.
0: All right. You heard it here. So there you are. We'll link the uh, by local uh, site as well in the show notes. So folks can check that out uh, also. So that's from the perspective of those who may not be members yet. Let's talk about those who are. How can chamber members best leverage their membership?
1: You know, what's really cool is this is uh, the chamber... Partnership is not really a box where it's like, you know, send me the same box you sent that person and Uh and we're all going to use the same tools. It's like, no, because the job that you have to do requires different tools than the one that that company is using. Hmm. And so one of the best ways you can leverage your membership, and this is one of the things I spend a ton of time doing, which is meeting with folks one on one is let's really hear what keeps you up at night what challenges are you facing what's working really well what's happening in five years like let's break it all down and really dig into exactly where you are because with that conversation we're able to add some insight and we're able to add some things maybe that other folks are doing that you might not have been aware of so we can bring all of those things together and create a customized um, way to leverage this connection to us So again, we've got 25 people in our office that are connected to all manner of things throughout our region, throughout our state, throughout our country in in some ways. And so how does your business fit into that mix? Well, we can certainly find some space for you, including some things that you might not have been thinking about yet, or maybe are farther down the road, but you can put us to work on your behalf. So that's how I would say is the best way to leverage your membership is, is let's sit down and talk about it. Let's break it all down. Let's sketch it out. And let's figure out that path forward. Mm-hmm. So, as you've listened to
0: folks, you've heard about the childcare issue, you've heard about the staffing issue. Are there other things that you've heard that stand out to you as it relates to business in this community?
1: You know, I, I would say there's a couple things. So, one is we've got, um, and you know, this is real honest stuff, right? So, we have companies that recognize the value of continuing to invest locally by way of who they do business with. Hmm. So, let's say that I am an organization large enough to be able to contract with a smaller organization in order to supply some sort of service or to to, you know, we need to buy some raw materials or something like this, right? So, we need to buy those from a smaller company, right? Cuz my company's a little bigger. Mm-hmm. We partner with smaller companies to provide those services or raw materials. Well, I could just google it or I could go to who's always been the person we connect to Or I could be a bit more strategic and say, you know, what's really a value to me is making sure that we're investing locally. Right. And so we've been able to start some work that we're pretty excited about, which is to create some supplier matchmaking, which can do a couple of things. One is it ensures that local businesses, some of our smaller companies, perhaps, that might be looking to grow or scale, one We can provide the information they need to grow their business so that they can reach that level where they're actually able to be suppliers or vendors to some of those larger community organizations. Sometimes we hear about companies that are contracting with businesses in other states to do work that we have local companies that can fit that bill. So, again, connecting some of our members and some of our connections here locally to some of the the information we get from some of those larger companies allows us to perhaps make some contracts happen. We can help actually facilitate that business happening. We have an event coming up. It's going to be a, a supplier summit, where the goal will be to have some of our larger institutions, whether it's you know Western or Zoetis or Pfizer or Kellogg or whoever you name it, right? You know all the bigger names. Mm-hmm. Well, they have opportunities and they have contracts that they are are will have available. For smaller businesses to be able to connect to and to, to jockey for those jobs, you can actually meet those people right on site. And I mean, what a great use of time Man. as a small company is to say, like, I'm going to give up a few hours a day, but I'm going to meet. Five potential partners. Right. That one contract can change the whole nature of my business. Like we want to be able to create those opportunities.
0: Right. And and folks who are in a small business situation, my hands in the air. Uh, we can't just run over to Stryker and knock on the door and talk to the right person. Generally speaking, so right. this is providing
1: a very valuable connection. Absolutely. Yeah. When you ring the doorbell, it's uh, who knows what happens, right? Right. right. And and it, and and obviously that that makes sense. That that's how those uh, relationships relationships um, are, are set up, it's, it's difficult sometimes to find the person that you really want to be able to talk to. But again, that's where we come in, right, is, is we can be great facilitators and conveners and connectors. And so the ability to understand what some of these organizations that are a little larger need and understanding what some of the smaller organizations do mm-hmm. and connecting those dots there is really, really critical. And I do want to highlight one other thing, specifically when you look at the outcomes for entrepreneurs of color um, in our community and every community, I mean there it continues to be a challenge and so it requires additional specific focus. So one of the initiatives that we are a part of is called a, it's a we're just loosely calling it like a supplier diversity mm-hmm. uh, initiative. but again that's something that you see um, mirrored throughout the, the country. The goal there really is to make sure that those unique challenges that entrepreneurs of color, not only of color, but also women, veterans, other underrepresented communities that mm-hmm. they face in trying to scale their business, how do we address those challenges uniquely and specifically and adding that to the mix of this overall connection effort?
0: I imagine those kinds of challenges are are across the country. Do Chambers network and talk about the challenges and the solutions they've seen work?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the, there's a couple of different organizations that I'm connected to. One is just at like the Michigan Association of Chamber of yeah. Professionals, and then there's others that are national organizations. But one of the the, be, the benefits of our connectivity to that, uh, that type of entity is that we do get to share Ah, uh, what's working in other communities, and not necessarily so that we can imitate it, but maybe right. we can learn from some of the things that have or haven't worked there, and we can craft our own thing that's unique to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we certainly love being able to do that all the way up to the U.S. Chamber. So we're part of the United States Chamber as well, and you know, and, and every chamber in between, kind of has these uh, areas where we can work together and collaborate and come up with some some real solutions. All right. Well, uh, if something Clarence said uh, sparked an
0: interest. All you have to do is go down to the show notes and click the link to the Southwest Michigan First website and follow through and reach out to Clarence and he can help you think that through. Maybe you want to attend one of those uh, events as a guest. Maybe you need to be connected to someone so you can be their guest. Uh, That would all be something Clarence can help with. And so take a look at that uh, show notes list, and make sure you click on that link.
1: You know, one thing I would just leave people with is right now our website's going through some changes. And so you can certainly go all the way through and and you can find a lot of the information we've talked about today. But uh, the the website alone probably isn't going to do it complete justice, right? The best thing really is that if people want to connect um, just reach out. You know, let's have a conversation. Let's talk specifically about what that looks like for you, uh, because maybe you don't get it alone from that one space. But I think after a little bit of time having some conversation, uh, w- we feel pretty confident that we can help businesses connect and, and find some ways to move forward.
0: All right. So what you're saying is pick up the phone and call.
1: Wow. Retro. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you know, email, too. That, okay.
0: That's fine, okay. too. Yeah. If you like to do it that If way. you like to do it that way. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you, Clarence, for this. We appreciate that.
1: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.
0: We'll be uh, visiting with the chamber over a few episodes, in fact, uh, going forward. So be watching for those. And uh, Clarence Lloyd is ready to help as well as you heard. Thank you for joining us on The Richard Pyatt Show.